When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Welcome to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. Dr. Jay Calvert here today on a very rainy afternoon with Dr. Millicent Ravello. Dr. Ravello, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. Really, really well. Good. You know why? Why? I am going to give you so much trouble for this podcast. I cannot wait. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to. I'm going to make you listen to it over and over and over again. (laughs) Well, you know, there's a reason for all this. Mm -hmm. So today we're talking about my branded facelift. And what is it called? It's called the natural lift. As a matter of fact, Dr. Ravello, funny you should ask. Mm, That sounds so nice. I want that. I know you do. And it's... (laughs) Actually, I do. I know you do. It's going (laughs) to... You're going to love it. In fact, you've had part of it already. Yes. So that's the whole point. Interestingly, the reason to name this is twofold. And the natural lift really is my facelift, which involves an endoscopic upper face with a deep plane lower facelift done in such a way that the incisions are well hidden and don't show up with the usual stigmata, the characteristics, the I can see it from across the room look of a facelift. The, like, like the woman who I saw walking down the sidewalk yesterday and my friend turned and looked at me and said, what kind of facelift did she have? Yeah. Not that not is, that lady. That's not the natural lift. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's the un, that's the that's the extraterrestrial lift. Yes. So yes, we are here to talk about um the particular style of facelift that you do and also why you are now naming it and also why I'm also gonna give you a lot of grief for naming it. And, and why, well, let's, you should. let's start with that. <laughs> you should. It's, why are you naming your facelift? Why have you given it a trademark? Because there are so, and this is not, like I sat here with you and absolutely wailed on people who named their procedures. Every podcast. Right? (laughs) Right, listeners, am I right? Yes. Yes. So there's a reason that I'm naming it though, because I've realized that in order for people to feel an attachment to the operation, it has to be named. You're not wrong. No, I I will tell you why, because I have a patient who went elsewhere, as she said, quote unquote, cheated on me and literally threw it in my face that I didn't do the blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to say what it is because it will call out this guy and his named technique. And so she went elsewhere. She has cuts all over her face. She has I, I, I am terrorized by what's happened to her face, going to a a guy that every patient I've talked to about a facelift in the last two months has talked about this guy. Mm. And she now has scars on her face that are not removable. They are visible from across the room. She will have to wear her hair down, I think, for quite some time, if not for good. 
But but it's a named lift. It was a named facelift, which and means it, it must be better and different than anything anyone else is doing out there, right? Well, right? no, but <laughs> I would. But literally, this is how the conversation went, and I and I I'm I'm sure she's going to listen to this and she's going to be upset with me, but that's okay because it's instructive. The truth is, is that it was kind of put back on me, like you don't do this, mm-hmm. and and I was like, what do you mean I don't do that? I I. I, I do a thousand percent that and then some. And so the reason that to name the natural lift, which I want to go through what that is very, very much in detail, is because I need people to say, oh, that's the natural lift. That's what that is. And to full transparency, pull the curtain back on the idea of naming surgeries is that in the world of actual plastic surgery and plastic surgeons, we all more or less do the same thing with varying degrees of ability. But the techniques that are used and the approaches are used are more or less about the same. Some of us may have a little extra something that we do. Certainly some people have been doing it longer, are more skilled, have better results. But there's not a whole lot of variability in how you can do a facelift. And so the fact that we can have 15, 20 different names of a facelift is silly because it's not that much different than anything anyone else does. So to think that you're getting like this ridiculously brand new product surgery that no one else does is just BS because you're not. Well, I, I disagree with you. Well, okay. So, okay. So carry on. I disagree with you 100% because after viewing these scars up close and personal, and I, and I couldn't hide my shock and awe. I really couldn't. And I don't do that. So what I do is completely different. Okay, so fair enough. So there are, there are differences amongst um, facelifts, but the carry home message is that just because a facelift or any surgery is named does not inherently make it better. No, and, I, and I'm calling it out because I want the consumer, I want the patient, I want the the writer, I want the PR people, I want the news channels, I want people to understand that you really have to ask very specifically, well, what does that mean? Like, yes. why do you say natural lift? And I say natural lift because I hide the incisions, I don't put gnarly ass scars across the, the forehead and the temple, I put them behind the hairline, I hide them, I don't put the, I don't extend the facelift scar up into the forehead, I. I stop it at the sideburn and leave the sideburns intact instead of taking away the sideburn, which is part of a lot of techniques, is that, by the way, you're going to lose your, your sideburn. It's going to be gone. And I don't cut down the back of the neck on the hairline. And I have a TikTok video that's now got 22,000 views or something like that of me explaining how I do the incision behind the ear because it's really different. And the way that I do it takes more time. It's harder. It requires more directional control. It requires a deeper dissection. There are reasons people don't do it. It's much easier to put it on the neck. Yeah. Your your ponytail is gone. You won't be able to do that again. You won't be able to put your hair up for the big wedding or ball or whatever. You have to wear your hair down because there's gonna be a gnarly scar down the back of your neck. The way that I do it, I put it in the hair so you don't see it. And that's why I've kind of come to realize if I don't say natural lift, then people don't know what it is I'm talking about. It's too hard to explain all these different things. Whereas with the term natural lift, people would be like, 
he's the one that hides the scars. And it has a name, so it must be good. And it has a name, <laughs> so it must be good. I'm not going to stop. <laughs> no, you, and you shouldn't. It's just like the preservation rhinoplasty stuff. I'm going to reserve my opinion. But they want to say, I do preservation rhinoplasty, even though the guys doing preservation rhinoplasty are doing anything but preservation rhinoplasty. They're basically doing an open technique and trying not to operate on the tip and trying not to, to cut the bones and trying not to open the middle vault, but they'll do any of that as they need to because preservation rhinoplasty in its purest form back in 1857 is not really useful for that many people who want to have nice looking noses. So they want to brand I do preservation rhinoplasty so they can they can get up on a soapbox and say I'm better than you because I'm doing preservation rhinoplasty. But that's not true, is it? It's all about the techniques that you use. And the patients really should be looking at the before and after photos, asking about the techniques, where are the incisions, and that's how you can figure out whether you want to go and get that operation or not. I have I did a facelift on a patient from out of town. Her sister went elsewhere. Her sister has cuts all over her forehead and all over her face from the facelift. She does not. And her sister did not know that was going to happen. Ooh, ouch. She didn't fly to Beverly Hills because she thought she was getting the same thing. And the two of them are right there looking at each other. And the difference is one has cuts all over her face that are visible and can't wear her hair up. And the other one doesn't. That's, yeah, that's crazy. I it's, mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. And that's why I'm sitting here like, you know, like I have to name my facelift. It's, it's like so ridiculous. But the media and the, and the social media and the, in the Instagram and the TikToks, they, they take this and they run with it. And it's, you know, and, and one guy's got before and afters. The before is like a mugshot medical photographed in front of a blue background. And every single after is a selfie taken from a three-quarter view with their own cell phone with flowers and their, and their hair down, and their hair down in yes. every single picture, and the patients go, oh my God, it's so beautiful. Yeah, because the patients have full makeup on in the post-op, and the first picture looks like a mugshot. Yeah, I've definitely seen those. That's, that's a massive cheat. Uh, yeah, I've seen those where the, the befores are all like at the day of surgery, okay. in their gown, no makeup, <laughs> and then their afters are like full hair and makeup. Like, glass of wine in their yeah, hand. Like, glass, yeah, of course totally. he looks it's better. Like, Duh. Yeah. yeah. But, but their hair is down in every picture. Mm, yeah. In every one, the hair is down because you have to hide the incisions. They're just way too obvious. So that's why I wanted to name the natural lift because... This keeps you looking natural. I don't pull people tight. I don't make the monster lift. I don't do that alien-esque praying mantis look. I don't do that stuff. I make people look like a better rested version of themselves. For those who want to look like a mantis, you got to go elsewhere. I don't do that. <laughs> people do. I know. They I do. Know. The lady I, we saw on, on the sidewalk yesterday, mantis. she looked like a mantis. It's weird. Yeah. Like that's a weird look. Yeah. But somebody thinks it's attractive. Somebody's liking that. It's not me. I think there are some patients that do like a really done look. They do. You know, it's kind of like having a, a name brand purse. It's like, hey world, I had a facelift. That's right. You know, and that, that's, a, that's a look, that's a style. Everyone has what they like. Steve Hoffman tells this story about a, a newscaster coming from Washington DC, flying out to see him. He does this beautiful facelift. Incredible. And, and you know, talk about a guy who's like a master of the deep plane facelift. Right. This guy could do it and he would make thick flaps, and he was amazing. But they looked really natural. 
they looked really good, you know? So then she called him up, screamed at him. Nobody knows I've had a facelift. You know, how can you charge me all this money to do oh this? God. You know, I paid you blah, blah, blah. I mean, he literally, she flew back and he pulled her as tight as she could. He did, he did whatever he could to make her look like she had a facelift and she was very she satisfied. She loved it. Totally happy. <laughs> you know, Steve was appalled at what he did, but you know, she had every stigmata of the, of the facelift, every sign that she'd had something done. And that, I am not saying that there aren't people like that. Those people should go to those people that do that. My patients want to look like a better rested, healthier version of themselves and as beautiful as possible. Not like they're an alien metamorphosizing so they can find others like them <laughs> to go back to the planet they came from. Okay, all right, so that's your natural that's your natural facelift. So the, the what is it, right? You wanna probably know what it is. I would love, I would love so to know what it is. So it's endoscopic upper face. No one knows what that means. So what that means is we use a camera, make small, tiny incisions, Typically two, sometimes four, but they're all behind the hair. You should not see them. Sometimes you get a little bit of hair loss in those incisions, which is an issue. I've had to revise some scars. That's about the biggest problem. They're not on your face. They're a centimeter or two, half an inch behind the hairline. And we use this, the camera to release all the structures, literally all over the forehead, down over the mid face, over the zygoma, down into the masseter, down into the mid face. So and this the, uh, entire area. Cheekbones for, for cheekbones. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sorry. That's why you're here. Yes. So <laughs> it's not the only reason. You're over here, the forehead, like, you like, you around the side of the eyes, down over the cheekbones. Right. This is what you had this portion done. I did. You just haven't had this part done. Not yet. But but there's time. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the next. Like, what is it? It's. March, so like November maybe, yeah. birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> but then we do the lower face with the incision being hidden behind the tragus, the, which is this little part of the ear that sticks out. You know, some people cut in front of the ear. It's like, go for it. It's easy, but yeah. it's visible. And uh, the excuse that's always made with these cuts on the face is they heal great. I'm not so sure about that. I, I, I've seen some heal great and I've seen some heal not so great. So I, I just, I'd rather not have that. So I stop my incision in the, in the hair about, you know, in front of the ear, I bring it in the crease around the tragus down in the back of the, and it's on my TikTok. I, I have like these amazing videos of me. Like there's one, it's like totally TikTok. It's like, how do you design a facelift incision? You know, like that. It's very, like hilarious, but Anyway, it goes behind the ear and into the hair. So like everything's hidden. The chin incision's under the chin. It's hidden away. So all this stuff is designed to be natural looking when it's over. You shouldn't have disruptions of your hairline. You shouldn't have visibility of scars. I mean, if people know to go look in the ear, they can right. find the scars. If they say like, oh, if you had a facelift and they start peeking. Although I did sure. have a patient who went to her hairdresser a month six weeks after her surgery and her hairdresser couldn't find her scars. She's like, you had a facelift? I can't find your scars. Yeah, because they're not on the face. Mm -hmm. She's like, well, all my other patients. <laughs> you're a subscriber to this technique. Don't sit here like wailing on I, me. Like, you know. Oh, I, I do your technique. I'm just yeah. <laughs> giving you a lot of crap because you've now named your given technique. It's with a total, it's, it is, uh, it's a you, you can't beat them, join them kind yep, of thing. I hear you. It really is. It's like, if the patient's literally going to throw it back in my face, that I don't have a named procedure, which which was done. You know, well, you don't do this. It's like, I do that and it's better. I really don't love these incisions on your face. So that's the thing. It's like, I, I have to do it so that people know what it is 
and I can say it in one you know, fell swoop, and then they go, oh, the natural lift. That's the ah. one where he makes the incisions and hides everything. Yes, that's that one. And they can go to the next plastic surgeon and be like, but you don't do the natural lift. And they'll be like, no, I don't. I cut all over your face, because that's the way I do it. And, they, and that's totally fine, by the way. That is not, that, like, that is a technique. Total technique. It is. It, I'm not sitting here saying that it's wrong. I just think I don't like it. That's me. I don't, that's my opinion. I don't like it. You can do it all you want. You can cut all over everybody's face. You can do pre-trichal incisions and you know bring the hairline. You do whatever you want. I don't like it. And this is not to disparage anybody else's technique. This is to say the difference is this with my technique because I need to be able to communicate that to my patients so they don't go and you know, have to go somewhere else to get a facelift because they think, yeah, well, I wish Dr. Calvert did that blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, facelift, because then I could go to him. But since he doesn't, I better go somewhere else. Oh, it just hurts. You should see it. It hurts. You, you would, you'd cry. If you had that, you would, if I, if you woke up with that on your face, you would come in here and shoot me mm. and just be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, what is this? It, it is, it's terrible. It's so bad. I, I just, I, that's just me. I, I'm sure these patients are very happy. They're happy to wear their hair down, whatever. But from my standpoint, I think you should be able to, the, pro, the problem, so that's the other thing. Like, I, I don't know who it was. It was either one of the medical, like it was either a resident or a visitor or somebody one day. It was like, God, well, you know, why, why doesn't everybody do this? And I said, because it's hard. It, right. It's not easy. It's a difficult technique to learn. It's, it's very powerful. I mean, the lift is very powerful. And, and it's more natural because you're lifting the face as a composite. You know, it's uh, it, it, it's everything being elevated as a unit rather than pulling skin, pulling everything under it, which is what we do down here, which is fine. But it it really makes the upper face look really great. Yeah, of course. Hello. Hello. Right. <laughs> it's like, if I do say so myself. So anyway, I, I'll take your shit. I will. You can wail on me. You can beat me up. I'll take it. I get it. Yep. And then give me a few years and I'll be like, Dr. Calvert. I'm ready for my natural facelift well, now. I'm ready for my natural <laughs> lift. Like, who's doing mine? You know, I'm ready too, Mel. It's like, come on, hello. <sighs> get these taken care of. But it is. It's like, I don't want those cuts down my neck. And I remember golfing with a buddy of mine. Man, he had just the worst scars down the back of his neck. They were just, mm. just horrible. And they were like right. Yeah, it's, even, it's definitely worse for a man because <sighs> you can't hide it as much. And, and I asked him about it. I was like, he goes, that is a topic that I cannot talk about with you. Oof. I was like, well, you didn't come to me. He's like, yeah, well, I thought you were the nose guy. Uh, I mean, literally, that was it. It was one of those, like, well, I didn't know you do this. And I was like, well, I mean, that is how it's done. I mean, the, the, there are world expert facelifters that put these scars up here. And I mean, yeah. world expert, amazing, beautiful results that put the scars on the face and do all that. I, I just don't like it. I don't, it's not necessary for me. Um, is there going to be a patient I have to do it on? Sure. <laughs> like I probably have to do one like next week there'll be a patient. I'll be like, you know, it's going to be really perfect is if I put these pre-trichal incisions and pre-trichal means in the hair, um, along the hairline. So that I'm not saying that I never do it and that I don't do it, that I'm just saying that in a, in a facelift situation, I think you should try to hide these incisions as best you can get the best lift that you possibly can and keep the patient looking like themselves as opposed to some of the other stuff we've seen. I agree. The mantis lift. The mantis, somebody should, mantis somebody should from outer space, one. the alien mantis. 
That's what <laughs> I'm going to call the next facelift. I do the mantis lift. <laughs> really? Oh, that's interesting. That, and isn't it interesting too, like all these like animated shows, like there's always like a mantis faced like alien. Yes. Because it's so weird looking. It is weird. And it's especially weird on a human. <laughs> 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 I don't want to. I don't want to go too deep into this, but I do want people to know that there are variations. Look at my TikTok. Look at my Instagram. Look at Dr. Ravello's results with her facelifts. They look amazing. When are we having? Aren't we having your patient on soon? Soon, very soon. I was going to talk to you about that after this podcast. Very nice. Well, we will do that. So for now. Oh, 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 let me do one more thing because we always mention this, but the, this I think is particularly pertinent to this podcast. Yes, you can go to a named facelift surgeon or you can just go look at their befores and afters. And even if they don't have a named procedure, but you like their befores and afters, that's okay too. That's right. <laughs> you don't need a named procedure. You don't. But, you know, these are the questions you ask. Where do you put your incisions? Look at their befores and afters to make sure that that's the look you want mantis or otherwise and then and then <laughs> exactly. go with them that's that's it it's about that's about as simple as it needs to be right but the named procedure thing gets people to sign up i mean there's one certain that's doing consults by text message and i saw i wouldn't have believed it except i saw it with my own eyes jeez i, mean, I saw it with my own eyes this patient came in for me to like do something for her breasts and then she's like well what about my face and i went through everything she goes God, that sounds really great. Do you have any examples? I show her. She's like, oh my God, these are beautiful. I said, yeah, I really like to keep people looking really nice, natural, blah, blah, blah. She goes, well, you know, I had a consult with blah, blah, blah. And uh, he does the blah, blah, blah lift. <laughs> and I was like, oh, here we go again. And uh, I said, all right. So how'd the consult go? She goes, well, I haven't met him in person. I All I did, and she shows it to me. There's a text message. You know, hi, I'd like to see so-and-so with a consult. Oh, send us three pictures. She so shows me the three pictures. Front, side to side, and then comes back with a text from the the doctor that says, you know, you need da 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 with like eight things on it, and it's one hundred forty seven thousand dollars, and he'll meet you in the holding area. So she was expected to show up the day of surgery, pay, wow. wire transfer one hundred forty seven thousand dollars, which is not what I charge, by the way. I charge less than that. One hundred forty seven thousand dollars wire transferred. And show up in the holding area and everything will be fine. And never spoke to a human being. That is crazy. So like any fraudster could just put up a fake website, steal some befores and afters she from the web. <laughs> and then be like, <laughs> so, transfer me $100,000, please. <laughs> she didn't go, by the way. Wow. She, she, she texted back you know, and she showed it to me. Like, I'm very uncomfortable with this process. Like, doesn't he want to look at me? Doesn't he want to see what right, I look like? Right, right. He's seen you. It's great. You know, th these are routine procedures. He does them oh all the time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Let's not talk about the fact that you may have a heart problem. Do you have blood pressure issues? Are you on any blood thinners? Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I always need to see the whites of their eyes. I mean, yeah, that's kind of you got to feel. You got like, do they have a history of weight loss? Like all these things, like totally change. Right. So I do a Zoom consult. The way that I would do the, this process would be, you know, you, you send in a lead through the website. Hey, I'm interested in the natural lift. I'm interested in the facelift. Whatever. I, I want to get the upper face done. I want you know the mid face lift. We'll call you. We'll say, great. Send us an email, mobile phone number, your name. We call. Hey, you know, this is Jenny. Jenny calls them up. Talks. Da 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 da. Great, let's get you on a Zoom call with Dr. Calvert to do a Zoom or a FaceTime you know, consultation. We talk back and forth. Questions, hey, take a listen to one of our podcasts. We send him a podcast about facelift or mid-facelift or whatever. 
And then if they are from like China, then I say, all right, we'll fly in. I'll see you the day before surgery. I'll confirm that everything's right. It's never happened, but something could come up where this procedure can't happen for you. If it's a nose, I always get a CT scan for the out-of-town patients because I, I don't have an internal exam. And the best thing I can do other than seeing them the day before surgery is to get a CT. But we tell them like, look, you may fly in and something comes up when we look at you the day before that we can't do the procedure. And then we do the case the next day. But I always think that you have to, you know, and this is for people where it's, it's like, it's not possible for people to fly back and forth from Finland you right. know, twice to, for a check and then like, okay, come back for the procedure. So for them, you have to kind of do it this way. But people that are in, you know, Long Beach, you should see them in front of you. You right. gotta, you gotta lay. It's the laying on of hands. I want to feel the tissues. I want to see what's yeah, going look on. Look at the if skin. It's a nose, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, so anyway, I thought that was just. I mean, if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, I wouldn't have believed it. That's crazy. It's not. Think how busy that guy must be, though, that he can text message. By the way, why are the hundred forty-seven grand? I'll see you in the holding area next. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, I don't know how many times that actually works, though. I don't know. I mean, I'd be curious. I would. I bet it works a lot because it's one of those things like I got to have it. You know, that's the I got to have it. You know, oh, he does this specialty thing, you know, so. Well, once you get yours going, you tell me how that works. <laughs> well, I, I'm not sure you can notice, but I'm a little bit <clears throat> tongue in cheek about the whole thing. I hope so. Oh, I am. I hope you better be. But it's to it's to make a point. It's, it's for awareness. And I, I just think that patients are getting, you know, the social media is so powerful and it's, it's so dressed up. And You should have a little asterisk next to it that when you go down and look at it, it says in quotation or like in parentheses, for those who named a named procedure. That's right. <laughs> for true. those who need a named I mean, procedure. But, it, but they do need it. And, and I understand why I do because it's like they can't think about Okay, so he does the mid face this way. Does no, but when I, I say natural lift, they'll be like, "That's the guy that hides the incisions. That's what I want, because that's what I do." So if you're sitting there and the guy's got a marking pen or he's going, and then we're just gonna, we're just gonna cut right along here, just like this, and and go right in, and then we'll just come down in front of the ear. You'd be like, "That doesn't sound like a hidden incision," you know. Then you, then it will kind of make you say to yourself. Who is that guy that hides the incisions? Because I don't think I can tolerate scars all over my forehead. And then the rest of us that also hide our incisions will go, that mother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll say, I do the natural lift. Like, I'll, I'll let you use it. I'll let anybody use it. But I mean, the point is, is that it needs to be that. That's why I've trademarked it as this combination of procedures so that it does ring true with the patients that you're trying to get something that makes you look natural. Right. Have we I'm, beaten this to death? Yes, I'm with you. I, I'm, I'm behind you. I mean, 10 years from now, I may want to do the Mantis lift. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I should trademark that too because nobody has that trademark. <laughs> anyway, Sounds there you fine. go. If you guys have questions, obviously send us uh, some DMs over the uh, Instagram or uh, through our websites. It's always best. The, the easiest way to get me is a contact form through my website. I, I'm terrible with Instagram and Ditto. All that stuff. I, you, you are. You're. You're the worst. I'm literally <laughs> the worst. <laughs> Go to RavelloPlasticSurgery.com or to pretend Dr. like it's 2000 and use the web. <laughs> use the website. Yeah, I mean the, the social media stuff. Like we're. It's hard. To, it's hard to keep up with. We're, we have stuff to do. Like we're busy. Good. Good. 
And this is the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast coming to you from the 90210. If you like what you heard on the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast and want to get in touch with either Dr. Ravello or myself, this is how to do it. You can reach me at the website, ravelloplasticsurgery.com. You can reach out to the office directly through the website with any questions or consult requests, or you can call the office directly at 310-954-1355. And you can reach me on Instagram at ravelloplasticsurgery. And to reach me, the phone number is 310-777-8800. My website is drcalvert.com, drcalvert.com. Instagram, Dr. J. Calvert. And of course, you may want to check out our YouTube channel for the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast, which is simply that, Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. Hope to see you all in the office very soon.